Good morning. It is Wednesday, April 8th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I want to thank you for joining us today as we come together to spend time communing with our Lord in Scripture and prayer. I hope that you're doing well, and this week has been beneficial to your soul, and you have found refreshment in God's Word this week. We are halfway through Passion Week, and only two days away from the crucifixion and four days away from the resurrection. This morning we will look at the betrayal of Jesus. This act by Judas Iscariot is famous. Everyone, even those who aren't Christians, know about it and how our Lord was betrayed with a kiss. What I want to focus on this morning is what happens in between the Last Supper and the moment when Jesus turns Jesus in for a crime he never committed. A lot of times our reading in scripture is driven by events. There's the creation of the world, then the fall, then Cain and Abel, then Noah, then Abraham, then Isaac, then Jacob, then Joseph. And we get used to reading the Bible in such a way, but then there's tons of details in between those famous events that we sometimes miss. In between the Last Supper and the arrest of Jesus, a dispute breaks out between the disciples about who is the greatest among them. Let's read it together and then pray and look at what the Word says about how the betrayal of Jesus fulfills a greater purpose. This is in Luke chapter 22, verses 24 through 30. A dispute also arose among them as to which of them was regarded as the greatest. And Jesus said to them, The kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and their authority over them are called benefactors. But not so with you. Rather, let the greatest among you become as the youngest, and the leader as the one who serves. For who is greater? One who reclines at table, or one who serves? Is it not the one who reclines at table? But I am among you as the one who serves. You are those who have stayed with me in my trials, and I assign to you, as my Father assigned to me, a kingdom, that you may eat and drink at my table, in my kingdom and sit on thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Let's pray. What a dark day, our God, when one of your followers betrays you. Spurred on by Satan himself, he betrayed his friend and the Lord Almighty. As we look at your word today, Help us to see that despite such darkness and sin, you shine, radiant in your glory. The King reigns and is in control. Show us by your word, your power over all of Satan's evil domain. And God, speak to us by your Holy Spirit today. We love you. Amen. As Jesus reclined at table with his disciples, to share in the Last Supper together. 
the disciples have a really good idea of what is about to happen. He has spoken multiple times now about how the Son of Man will be delivered and will suffer and will be killed. Then, while reclining with Jesus and what was already surely a sober event, he tells them that one of them will betray him. Seeing Jesus in other parts of the gospel and knowing that he is a man filled with emotion, I can't imagine how Jesus could have delivered this news to his disciples. And the Bible gives us some insight into how they responded. In verse 23, Luke says that they questioned one another. And when we come to our text this morning, it becomes clear that the topic has changed from who will betray Jesus, then probably to, well, it can't be me, and then to, well, I'm one of the best disciples. And then finally to, who is the greatest disciple? Jesus' response in verse 25 through 27 shows that Jesus himself is the greatest, but then he deepens his response in verse 28 and 30 and says, You are those who have stayed with me in my trials, and I assign to you, as my Father assigned to me, a kingdom that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Remember, this is all in the context of Jesus alerting disciples that one of them will betray him. He hasn't started a new teaching. This is all still happening while they're reclining for the Last Supper. And what does Jesus say about the betrayal of Judas and what it will bring about? A kingdom, a throne, a seat at Jesus' eternal table that we may eat and drink at his table in his kingdom. As we go today, let's meditate on three things. First, Consider the example of Jesus. He does not exercise lordship over his followers, but leads as one who serves. How does this model of leadership impact your positions of authority as a worker or a teacher or a boss or a husband or a wife or a parent over a child? Second, Jesus commends his disciples for staying with him through trials. As Christians, we are to stand with Jesus in unity through whatever trials we or he may endure when the name of Christ or the church is dragged through the mud. We are not to distance ourselves from him, but instead stand beside our Lord and endure with him. Finally, perhaps the greatest thing to meditate on this morning as we are now only two days away from the crucifixion. Our Lord was betrayed. Our Lord was mocked. Our Lord was spit on. Our Lord was beaten. Our Lord was crucified. Our Lord was murdered. And we now have a seat at his table in his kingdom. I know I quoted a hymn last week, but it's so appropriate to do it again today. 
The chorus of Jesus, Thank You makes me tear up almost every time I sing it at church with my brothers and sisters. Your blood has washed away my sin. Jesus, thank you. The Father's wrath completely satisfied. Jesus, thank you. Once your enemy, now seated at your table. Jesus, thank you. As we pray and close, we will pray from Psalm 8. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Everywhere we look, we see your majesty and rejoice at your creativity. You have set your glory above the heavens and out of the mouth of babies and infants. You have established strength because of your foes to stop the enemy and the avenger. You reign as king in the heavens. Your enemies stand no chance of ever gaining a foothold before you. When we look at the heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, we think, what is man that you are mindful of him and the Son of Man that you care for him. How are you so full of love and mercy that we who were born in rebellion and are constantly playing in mud would endure betrayal, persecution, and death so that we could have a seat in your kingdom and feast at your table and drink from your cup that overflows? We can only respond. O oh Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. We praise you, King Jesus. Amen. Go in peace. I'll see you tomorrow.